So who wins, Super Saiyan or Homelander? Super Saiyan for sure. Well, yeah. okay, Super yeah. Saiyan or Goku? Like, if it's Goku versus Homelander, it has to be Goku is going to win. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. What, what sucks, though, Zach, is that you and I know his weakness. Yeah. Like, we know Homelander's weakness, so I'm just going to I'm gonna say Goku. I mean, what, that's like, fair. Goku's going to whip out, like, a bottle of breast milk and just beat <laughs> <him>. <laughs> no, 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 no. The clock has started. Pixel Life. This is episode 173, aka the 2021 Game of the Year Spectacular, and we have a full house this evening. Uh, with me, as always, I have Shannon. Did you really pick that more? Um, yeah, you know, I, I I'm all about the hot takes, and uh, I'm going back to work tomorrow after being off for a week and a half, so I feel like fighting something. So mm. you know, come at uh, me, bros. And also on this show, we have Justin Sorting Hat Carter. You're a wizard, Harry. It's your boy. Yeah, it is. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Did, did I, you get I, Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff? Where'd you wind up? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm always a Gryffindor. Oh, okay. Two, two, <laughs> two points for Gryffindor. That makes sense. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but that is not all. From the recesses of the Deep South, we have found him clawed his way out of the swamp to join us, Mr. Robert Stelvenport. Yeah, it's December, and it's been like 70, 80 degrees for the last week. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's well, a reason the largest reptiles in the nation live there. Yeah, and also, fun feel fact, it's supposed to snow tonight. Like, that's how much of a drastic <laughs> shift we're supposed to have in weather. I was going to uh, say, I was I was impressed by your gronk tea there. It's uh, impressive, sir. You yeah, can see well. the gains. I mean, humble brag and all, but. Thank you. Yeah, he, we're, we're, we're all wrapped up like Eskimos, and Robbie just comes in here with the gun show. The, uh, the Braves, sti- Braves 2021 champs. Yeah, the, the Schmedium Braves tanked up <laughs> on, on a double XL frame. It's, it's, it's working. You know, it works for him. I mean, when you get the gains like I do, everything's a Schmedium. So, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, and he just shrugs it off. But that is also not the end of our parade. We have Mr. Jordan Dudra. What's up, Jordan? Well, did you have a stroke there? Bro? What did you just what? say for my last name? <laughs> Isn't Darren Gerard? What? what? Huh? Did I did I glitch out? What happened? You may have glitched out. I don't know. Uh, I agree with Shane. It sounded like you went Jordan. Yeah, it kind of sounded like you had a stroke there. For a it's minute, like that. It's like that uncle at Thanksgiving that you don't remember his name. Or hey, it's Uncle Peter Frank. <laughs> I, I said it. I said it. I swear oh, no. I did. No, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Uh, other than weird technical fuck-ups making me look like an asshole, I'm great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me on again, guys. Absolutely. It wouldn't be a game of the year without you. I'm not going to be, uh, so, so quick side. Uh, my wife Mm -hmm. and I are saving up for a house. Ah. So I did not get to play like half of the games that came out this year. So mine are going to be some deep cuts. (laughs) Well, that, that is good. It'll round out our list. Plus, uh, 
you know, I've, I've found that's kind of a running theme this year. There were sure there were the heavy hitters uh, like every year has, but it was a very odd year in the sense that it just things got spread really thin. And I don't know if it was just release schedules got messed with. So a lot of things got pushed to 2022 or 2023. Um, but it made room for a lot of smaller gems to kind of fall through the cracks and not everyone played them. So I'm, I'm happy that we all get together to uh, talk about what we found throughout the course of the year. And uh, maybe we can shine a light on some unpolished gems out there. But uh, okay, to give you guys a quick rundown of how we do this, this is going to be a little different from our regular show. Uh, We are going to go through some uh, categories pretty quickly of little things, kind of year in review type category stuff. And then uh, we are going to do the main sorting and we're doing it a little differently this year. I have compiled a list of everyone's top tens. And right now that sits at 27 games. And we are going to get that 27 down to 10. And then we are going to try to figure out what that list looks like from 10 to 1. There's going to be some fighting. There's going to be tears. There's going to be violence. Shannon's already mean mugging Robbie. I can see it. Suck it, Shannon. (laughs) (laughs) So So we are in for some fun. I'm glad you all have joined us. So let's get this show on the road, shall we? Uh, The first thing I want to talk about, because it was one of those years, especially at the beginning, when all of us were stuck at home, uh, maybe getting back out in the world, maybe not, you know, depends on a lot of things. But we all kind of discovered some games that passed us on the year prior. And I thought it'd be a good time to bring those into a little spotlight. So we're going to talk about the 2021-2020 game of the year. Or at least the 2020 game you hadn't played until 2021. Um, Shannon, why don't you go ahead and kick this off? Because I see you somehow wrote literally everything and then Genshin Impact. Well, I So mean, I kind of want to know what you mean by that. No, D- Justin was taking some creative liberties with my with my list here and uh, basically put in literally everything because uh, as you may have heard last year from my game of the year, I put a whole bunch of games from the previous year on there. So um, good little joke there, Justin. I appreciate you. Um, but uh, yeah, um, Genshin Impact. Um, <clears throat> that's a game that is Breath of the Wild, but better and more fun mm. and free. So right. I like free. Yeah. yeah. And you know, Robbie's sitting there giving me the stank ass look, like, you know, I just pooped in his Wheaties or something like that. But uh, you know, it's it's an awesome game. Like I there's a huge I, I just, I'm not even doubting the game's quality. I just love how you <laughs> had to take the shot at Breath of the Wild. Like you just had to. You you just you couldn't just say it's it's like Breath of the Wild. You had to say it's like Breath of the Wild, but better. It is like, okay, you you know what the, yeah, well, okay. You know what the problem is with that, with breath of the wild is that the weapons keep breaking. You find a weapon you like and it breaks. And I get that. That's a, that's a choice that the creators made and that's fine, but it's, 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 I agree that's not a good one though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm a diehard Zelda fan and breath of the wild can stay on top of the heaping shit pile that it belongs on. Yeah, I mean, like let's pile on. This is a hey, now a hey, Breath hey, of the Wild hey, hate hey. hour. E- easy, easy, easy. 
<laughs> Skyward Sword exists. Yes. Like, like that is the pile that Breath of the Wild <laughs> ones on top of. I, I was gonna say we also have to watch because Robbie is taking bites <laughs> between our between our bashings, and he almost choked on his chicken dinner. All right, so like you know, we just gotta tone it down a little bit for him. But yeah, Genshin Impact. He, uh, he, if, here's why. Just I'm so sorry. No, go for it. It's here's why because I remember playing that game the same time that Zach was playing that game. Mm-hmm. And I remember us both complaining about the, the weapons breaking, but then also anytime it was raining and you could not climb uh, at all. Yes. Yeah. The, uh, so, stamina, I'm sorry, the stamina. Yeah. I'm sorry, Shannon. You, you can go, my bad. My bad. No, that, that that's, uh, I mean, it's just one more reason why I hate that piece of trash. But um, yeah, that, that's it. That's all I got to say about Genshin. Uh, yeah. Who, 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 who are we throwing the ball to you next, Zach? Um, well, let's go with Jordan. Jordan, what you got? Oh, okay. So uh, I found a couple fun games. I'm going to start with the one that uh, I just didn't have the opportunity to play in 2020, and mm-hmm. that's because I didn't have my PS5 then, and that is Astro's Playroom. Oh, it's so good. That game yep. It's so good. Fantastic. Loved the hell out of that game. But that, I mean, anyone who's played, uh, well, I guess Astro was only VR, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah I know. And I, don't, I never had a PlayStation VR. Yeah. So... Uh, Easy way to explain Astro's Playroom. It's like a dumbed down, like Mario 64 style game, but it's a mm-hmm. huge love letter to PlayStation. And it was just fun seeing all the cool Easter eggs in that. But you guys have talked Astro's Playroom enough. Uh, the other two I found was Undermine. If you guys okay. have ever played that one, I have not. It is um, very Binding of Isaac style roguelike. Okay. And it's one of those. You have have Justin's attention. (laughs) It's one of those where you go down into the mine, you uh, kill enemies, get gold, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Once you die, you lose so much gold, you bring it back up to upgrade. Mm -hmm. Every run gets easier. Uh, But it's in that that room style of Binding of Isaac. So you walk into a room, you can have so many doors surrounding it. It's. I played that game way too much. Um, (laughs) And then. <clears throat> I had a a real itch to play Peggle one day. Okay. <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, Peggle is not on the Switch. Really? Really. Of all games, how oh, is yeah. Peggle? Of all games, Peggle is like... not. But there is a game on the Switch called Round Guard, if you've heard okay. of that one. It is, mm-hmm. uh, it is another Peg-style game like Peggle, and you get to your ball is actually a character class. So you have like a barbarian or a mage or an archer or a druid or anything like that. And the pegs that you are trying to get rid of are enemies that you can attack okay. and can attack you back. It's It kind of took Peggle and gave it an RPG mechanic to it. Hmm. And I'll tell you... It seems, seems kind of puzzle quest-ish. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's another one. I bought it on the Switch, and it I had a grand old time with it, enough to the point that I bought it on the PS4 so I could go for trophies. Ah, look at you. Because, you know. Well, oh, I know. I? Yes. It's Mr. Platinum's got to get his, so... Yeah, I'm looking. Just, I'm, look, I'm looking at it right now. It looks pretty cool. Actually. Yeah, based off of his explanation of it, I am writing it down so I can take a look at it after. <laughs> yeah, it's it super is cur- good. It's cur- currently twenty dollars on the Switch Store. Just so you know. nice. Okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll go next. So my I only had two that really jumped out at me. The first one was Fuser, 
from uh, Harmonix, and I got mm-hmm. that on uh, a Steam sale real cheap one time because I've just I've heard enough about it that I just wanted to see it and play with it. And and it's it's essentially a toy more than a game, but damn, it's a cool toy. Like when when you're just throwing beats on top of beats on top of beats and they all work like it has magic working in the background that just like syncs everything up and makes it all sound rad no matter what you're putting together. Like uh, the baseline from Billie Eilish's bad guy is the goat in that game because there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing you can't make sound fucking amazing with that baseline behind it. Um, but it's it's a really cool setup. You go through like it's like you're you're joining up with different festival promoters and you're trying to put together your perfect DJ set. And it almost gets a little too complicated at some points. Like they, ju- they stack too many systems, but it's still just dumb fun. Like it's, it's really cool. It's one of those things. If you can find it on a, on a cheap sale, absolutely worth it. And the other one was man eater. And even though I know Shannon hates that game, which I don't understand. <laughs> um, it, uh, I mean, Shannon doesn't like good things. I don't know. It's um, Shannon. What do you What do you freaking yeah. expect? <laughs> right? Hey, it's some people call it a wild card. Other people call it, you know, just a, a sandbagger. Whatever, whatever you want to call it. Like, I call I, it like I see it. That game I, took forever to level up your sharks. Forever. Uh, maybe if you didn't. Yeah, maybe if you didn't suck. Yeah, I was gonna say it didn't take me that long to level up my shark at all. Yeah, but yeah, it's basically you're a bull shark. Well, fine. I'm just gonna mute myself and just swear at you all for about five minutes from now. Okay. (laughs) And then like driving the shark into the wall constantly. He's like, I don't understand what everyone loves about this game. (laughs) But yeah, there was like eight like level ten alligators in one spot where you gotta eat a whole bunch of guppies, and they just wreck your shit for like fifteen minutes. Like, how is that fair? How is that good construction at all? Like, it's like the first, like, five minutes of the game. Here, go eat some guppies over there. And those alligators just tear you a new one. Well, somehow I got through it. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't have... I did, did too. It just took a hell of a long time, and the game was not fun. Uh, Well, I respectfully disagree, because I had a blast with that game. (laughs) And then the, uh, the, the, the DLC got released this year which turns the narrator into some like crazy UFO conspiracy guy. And your shark is taking down like military bases where they're hiding <laughs> aliens or something. I, I still don't know what the point of that DLC was, but it was hella fun. It was stupid fun. And uh, yeah, that, that game, I've always called it like essentially GTA with a bull shark and a mutant bull shark at that or radioactive. I don't know what the hell do you want to call it, but it's rad. And uh you know, when you grab a sperm whale, jump out of the water and throw it at a boat, it never gets old. Like, it's just, it's awesome. So, uh, yeah, those would be my two. And uh, Justin, what you got? So the only like two that I really saw, which surprisingly, both are actually on Game Pass. As far as I know, they're still both on Game Pass um, is Super Liminal, which okay. I know I talked about before. Great 3D kind of puzzle game. Just the way they even get it to work of objects getting big and small with perspective and stuff is like a mm. programming anomaly to me. I didn't like the fact that that, that game, year. yeah, um, it's super. It was one that I, it's like I knew it came out, but I slept on it, and then just it coming the Game Pass was I was like, great, you know, I wanted to play it anyway. I played a demo for it like years and years back at Indiecade and stuff, and I mean it works great. I. I never actually beat it. I think I got stuck at one point, but I still really enjoyed it and still want to go back and finish it. And same with One Step from Eden, which one I didn't really put a lot of time into it, but you know, it's very Mega Man 
battle network like on the game boy advance and stuff which i absolutely love and it has like it's very much kind of has some like anime bullshit to it and you like move around <laughs> and, like the pixel art is really pretty in it and stuff so i'm here for it and that's, that's all one you that to... i also anime bullshit's all you had to say uh shannon's yep. buying it right now and, Rob, <laughs> I, baby. and robbie's <laughs> writing it down just so we can <laughs> yep <laughs> Speaking of Robbie, Robbie, what you got? Um, so for me, it was uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, I'm still bummed I never got around to that one. Man, it just I, looks like so good. Yeah, it's it, such a good it, time. It's just if you have you ever seen the movie I Love You, Man? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Is that Paul Rudd? Yeah, Paul, yeah. Paul Rudd, and, and they they're talking about uh, would you know what you know what the best night in the world for me was the night me and Zoe made a summer salad and watched Chocolat together. And, and he's like, you mean chocolate? He's like, no, chocolate. He's like, no, chocolate. And he says, it's a delightful film. And that is the way that I describe Yakuza Like a Dragon. It is just delightful. The characters delightful are, film. It, it's just delightful. The, 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 the main character is so much fun. And I, I'm not the biggest fan of a lot of these games, of the Yakuza type games. Like I really like Judgment. Um, and, and I like this. And, and the reason why I probably like this most is because of the JRPG element. Like that is a turn-based JRPG, um, and it, like because all the games that I, a lot of the games that I love, it's all top-down, you know, all top-down, you know, pixelated mm-hmm. uh, JRPGs. But this wasn't. It was, you know, it's open world and it's a turn-based RPG. So um, I really enjoyed that. Um, I, I remember, I just remember too many people praising this game, and then it was on sale for like thirty bucks one night, and and I just picked it up on Amazon, and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, next is for me, Demon Souls Remastered. Um, as someone who did not play the original Demon Souls, this was just a must pick up for me mm-hmm. uh, because, um, maybe not to the degree of Justin, but like I have played and beaten all of those games since Demon Souls. Like I just, I love all those types of games. Um, even the ones that even Sekiro, like I, I just, I, I love those type of games. Um, and, and so that just really hit the spot. And I just had for, like, I imagine I imagine what this playing Demon Souls is what it's like for some people to play maybe Assassin's Creed 2 for the first time. Like, mm-hmm. you, you understand how it was a gateway to these open world games that we have today, if, gotcha. if that makes sense. That does, yeah. Um, and then just a game that freaking Zach praised and praised and praised all last year, uh, Hades. Yeah, um, I played the crap out of Hades. I put yeah, it on. Did. I put it on three different consoles. <laughs> I, I had it. I, I had it on my PC. I had it on uh, PS4 at the time mm-hmm. or PS5, and then I put it on um, my Mac so I could okay. play it. So I could play it at work on my Mac. Um, no, I was not wasting time playing video games while I was supposed to be at work. Um, no, of course not. But uh, but just. Just Hades is one of those type games. I guess we would call them roguelikes, like yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what yeah. we call yeah. yeah. um, just just a another type of roguelike, but just has such character to it, um, has such a personality, and, and just so well done. Um, animation, the combat, uh, the I, voice I don't, and the voice yeah. acting is so good too. Um, I, I would probably say this too. I think Hades might be one of the most penetrable 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 mm-hmm. roguelikes like yeah. it's just it's just easy to get into 
Um, One of the most accessible. Yeah, yeah accessible. Sure. Thank you. Um, so, like, if, if roguelikes are not just really your thing, I, I do think that Hades is a great game to start try to start off with um, because they, they don't make it very difficult as far as getting weapons and learning how to use each weapon. It, it's really just about you learning learning the pattern, learning yeah. the code, you know, as mm-hmm. you go through. Um, so, yeah, those are, those are my three games. I was was surprised out of the three consoles you listed for Hades, one of them wasn't the Switch. Well, I I already had it. I already had it on those three before it came out on Switch. Before (laughs) I realized it was on Switch. Yeah, uh, because I have it on. uh, I got it on the Switch first, and that it was like the perfect Switch game all of last year. It really was. Um, well, let's uh, let's let's wander away from these rosy fields. <laughs> and, uh, hmm, there seems to be a bit of a uh, remember the remember, remember the good Wonder Woman movie where uh, yeah. there's the no man's land scene. Mm-hmm. I think we're I think we're about to wander into a little bit of a no man's land with our next category here, which is the most disappointing game of the year. And uh, you know, I'm gonna get the let's get some of the. Cruft was, out of the way here. I was gonna say, can we like, get the ones that aren't gonna cause a fight out of the way first? Yeah, yeah. Because like, <laughs> I want to hear. Can we go Jordan? Because I want to. I yeah. really am curious how. I'm like, actually curious about Jordan's first one. Yes, also. yeah. Because because <laughs> I've been wanting I've been wanting to play it really really badly. Saw really good reviews, and and I want to hear an actual person talk about it, not a not a uh, a website. Yeah. So, um, Jordan, go ahead, buddy. All right. So. With that introduction, uh, my most disappointing game, aside from Skyward Sword, I had threw that one in there a second because I was like, I mean, who, who's isn't that odd? But anyway, uh, <laughs> Kenna Bridge of Spirits was god awful. What? Yes, it was so <laughs> bad. Dude, I, I wholeheartedly I, 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 disagree. I, yeah, I, I, I disagree pretty pretty heavily, but I need you to expand on that. Yeah, like, Robbie's smiling yeah. through the pain right now. <laughs> <laughs> this so, is the first human being that I've heard to say it's garbage. Like, I will say it was, it was beautiful. It was hmm. very pretty to look at. The story was, for the most part, good. The gameplay was a PlayStation 1 game aged to a PlayStation 5 game, and that was awful. What? Yeah, the gameplay was so bad. Like, mm. I, I only made it halfway through the game before I put it down and just, I couldn't play it anymore. Uh, I Maybe I was running into issues, but for me it felt very clunky. It felt very um, unforgiving, like an older game does. Not in, mm-hmm. like, a fair Souls way, but, like... You know, because like with a Souls game, it's it's Souls unforgiving, <laughs> but but it's one of those where like with a Souls game, you know you fucked up. There were plenty of times in Kenna where I would die, and it's like, well, I just got hit by that same move, and it only did you know so much health, but then I got hit by it again, and it killed me. Like, but let me guess, you got to the Wooden Knight and stopped. The because that that was the first battle in Kenna that was like. Holy shit! This is like Souls level. Hard. I think so. That was about the yeah. end of the. Uh, without going That's into what, spoilers, that was like the yeah. end of the first mask, right? Uh, yeah, 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 right, right yeah. near there. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was like, up until that point, I was like, okay, while I'm not having the most fun with this game, it's not hard, so I will, you know, I was trophy hunting because mm-hmm. you know I, I am who I am. Um, 
I was doing my trophy hunting and one of them is to beat the game on the hardest difficulty. And I got to that boss and I had to put it down to the easiest difficulty or else I was going to throw my PlayStation five controller through my TV. Yep. I I remember similar feelings now. Now see the thing I, the, the reason this game didn't make my game of the year list is for a lot of the reasons you're listing. They just didn't hit me so hard. Like it, I kind of agree with you that it is a, PlayStation one, PlayStation two style platformer just made modern um, as far as visually and all that. But writing off the visuals is hard for me to do because that game just looks so good. It just looks so good. And and it probably speaks to the fact that this studio, it's their first video game. They're a visual effects studio. That's what they did before this. And then this is their first foray into video games which gives me some hope for this studio. Like I would love to see what they do next after I, learning from this project. I will you know? see what they do next, but I won't go in and it, it won't be like an Insta buy for me. Like well, I will, which I'll, get. I'll take it with a grain of salt for whatever they come out with next. But so, so, so the way y'all are talking, uh, like it's not on the same level because gosh, Zach and I ha- had such mixed feelings about that game. But Order 1886 is kind of what I think of the way y'all are talking. Like a gorgeous game, beautiful game, has some really good maybe character moments. I I don't even know if y'all mentioned the story. Um, I I like the story. I thought the story was really good um, in a lot of ways. But the, you know, it's funny. There's a lot of parallels there. They're both PlayStation exclusive. They're both budget titles upon release. Mm-hmm. Um, what you know, is that 1886? Sort of I thought 1886 was a $60 game on release. Oh, was it? Was it? I think that's part yeah. of the reason. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, okay. full... I probably bought it once everyone else stopped buying it. Until it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, a week later when it was on sale for half yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. I bought that game opening night. I was so excited for that game. It, oh, <laughs> remember the letterboxing in that game? Oh, that was such a bummer. It, you know what? It, it does some cool things. I'll just say that. Like, it yeah. visually was it's still incredible oh for for the tech at the time it was astounding it really was but and and you know kenna has a lot of that where it's just like i've seen theater release movies that visually aren't as good as kenna you know and get as running and as a video game it's great like the rot are adorable they're Mm -hmm. great characters you know i like putting little hats on them it's fantastic (laughs) um that was the highlight of the game yeah is the rot yeah and, 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 you know, my kids loved watching it and all that. It was very much like a, a, you know, I mean, I hate to make this, you know, parallel, but it was very much like playing a Pixar cartoon or something to that effect or a DreamWorks cartoon or something. Uh, so they really enjoyed it. But yeah, the, the combat got frustrating. Um, the, the story was enough to pull me through, though. I, I enjoyed it. So see, the gameplay was bad enough that the story wasn't enough to pull me through. And, and that's and why I, it was disappointing for me. And I can see where, yeah, I can definitely see where if the, if you bounce that hard off the mechanics, then yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, Shannon, do you have thoughts being the other person here that played it? Uh, I mean, I get it. I, I enjoyed it just because it was more, I, I felt it was more accessible to me than the dark souls or like the bloodborne games were because like I suck at those games, but I was actually able to make a pretty good amount of progress through this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Graphically, it's great. Um, you know, I, I loved it. And, you know, it was something for me to play on my PlayStation 5, which at the time there wasn't a lot to play. So, I mean, maybe that um, 
helped me stick with it because I was invested in making sure that I had something to use my PlayStation five. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I still enjoy it. Now let's talk about a game that's on Justin and mine's list that I, I was so hyped for when it came to game pass, I downloaded it. I was so excited to play it and skatebirds camera. God <laughs> damn. God Damn, that ruined that game. The camera was so bad. Justin tells me they have gone and patched the camera and things like I, I'm not going back. I've been burned. Uh, th- those wings have been clipped. I'm not uh, going back. No pun intended. I see what you oh, mean. Oh, it was. It was. <laughs> Justin, your thoughts? Justin, yeah, no, dude. The, uh, <laughs> just the camp- He's reliving that nightmare. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's just the camera would get stuck. It's like after the fact that I think I would have enjoyed it maybe more if like literally Tony Hawk Remastered had not just come out that long ago. And the fact that we got really good skateboarding yeah, and then you get this and it's like, you know, getting past the Mad Cats controller that has the fucking C-stick like, shoot <laughs> off of it and like the B buttons like permanently wedged in and stuff. And that's like mm. what it felt like handling this. It's like, dude, like trying to do just even the simplest tricks. I'm like, this just doesn't feel nice. It doesn't particularly like look that great. The camera, I'm getting pissed off and I paid nothing for this game. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> questioning why you're even playing it at this point. I'm just like, dude, I, I was excited for it. I thought the novelty was cute. I still say the fact that they had Tony Hawk and it was yeah. an actual Hawk in the game. That was hilarious. But that like that alone can't like ride the wave of the game for me. Oh, I had I had a Blue Jay that had a huge like Biggie Smalls chain and I thought it was like the greatest thing ever. And then yeah, decorating the bird was the best part. And then you start <laughs> yeah. the game and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Robbie, so to be clear. The uh, the camera, you know, when you're playing Tony Hawk and you get that nice, like about five feet over your right shoulder view. Yeah. So, you know, you can see the course and plot where you need to go and, and figure out all that stuff. The camera for Skatebird was right behind your character by about like three feet and like skateboard level. So you literally <laughs> could not see the course. And you're, it like gives you all these objectives like, oh, grind these and jump that. And you're like, I can't see where I'm going. Like, because I, I have a big fucking bird in my way. Do, and like, yeah. Do they wear shirts that say I make bad decisions making games? Because like that, yeah. And the That's camera would get like stuck in the skate, like in the skateboard or the ground or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It would like get stuck and you couldn't even move the camera. What's the game called again? Skatebird. Skatebird. And it was one of those things where I was just so bummed because I was really, I, I loved the Tony Hawk game, the re, the relaunch and was ready for more skateboarding games. I was like, yes, we're getting a skateboard renaissance. Skate four next. Let's do this. And then this game just, uh, oh, that's a, a bad, that's a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was, it was very unfortunate. I'm watching um, the, uh, the first 12 minutes here. I, I didn't expect it to look as good as it does, I guess. I expected more cartoony. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks it looked good and all that. Like, it's one of those things, like I said, there's been a bunch of patches. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's gotten you can, better. You can see here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm seeing. Right. Yeah, so that's how the camera should have looked. Not right behind you where it was when I played it. 
So yeah, you were way closer. Like you were yeah. like up that bird's ass, like trying <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to skateboard around. Um, but yeah, the other speaking, uh, uh, Jordan, you gave us a nice transition there. Cause the other game I'd like to talk about is 12 minutes and man, that was a game design choice. Yes. Just, Oh my God. <laughs> Why is Robbie so mad? Like what because, are you so look, mad about? Because uh, Robbie you... gets mad when an amazing idea gets executed so poorly. Yes. And, and, and also my wife has maybe played four video games my entire time with her. Okay. She doesn't really play a lot of games. She, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like she supports me in my endeavors of video gameness. I mean, mm-hmm. heck, she bought me the cool thing, but when, when I showed her the trailer and told her about 12 minutes, she thought it sounded like the coolest thing ever and could not wait to play together. And to find out that it sucked and not only did it suck, I played through it just to just to play through some of it to see mm-hmm. hey how how can how can Lisa and I do this together to be absolutely devastated at how poorly it was executed with yeah. incredible actors with an incredible premise but but did you see the ending Zach No I never made it Oh I my it. oh my Oh my gosh! It's like incestual. It's like oh, really what? weird. Yeah, dude, go look at go look. Okay, I'll, at, go, I'll go YouTube the ending. Of it is, I, I did play and beat it, and that's why it's like I was it great? No. Like, would I have paid money for it? No. But I did play it through Game Pass, and I didn't think it was terrible, but it could have been better. I, I hit the ripcord on that. After after I realized like oh wait I get twelve minutes and I need to spend six of them doing the same bullshit over and over and, and over and, again and like, also the 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 um if you didn't get to the exact precision precision based point yeah. with like with your mouse or with the character it wouldn't do what you were asking it to do like it had to be on the perfect placement for the mm-hmm. animation to click it, it I think it was janky I I don't think it was and I don't even think it was good writing. Like it, it wasn't enjoyable. Like the best parts of that game are in the trailer. Yeah, that's like that, that one was up there for me is pretty damn disappointing. Like, I mean, that was probably one of my biggest gripes with it too. Is towards the last half of the game, it's literally you doing the exact same setup every single time and just getting a little bit further. But it's you doing the exact same steps over and over again, having to wait in the closet and then having to do this and having to do you this. Get, you've got to go get, get the thing under the sink. Yeah. Like just you, you, ask you, the same you, questions to get one additional dialogue <laughs> line. And then it's like, okay, well, next time now you get that additional dialogue line, but now you get another one. It's like, well, why couldn't you just give me them both right then? Like, yeah. why are you making me do this again? Just to <laughs> barely get further. And also there's a, there's a personal element to it. Like I was so excited about playing this game with my wife. And yeah. now like, I, I, I don't want to play this game with her because it sucks. Well, uh, very similar with me and Skateboard. Like, I was very excited to introduce like those type of games to my kids with Skateboard because, yeah. uh, like, aesthetically would be right up their alley, and they just it was such a bad execution that I just couldn't, and it bummed me out. You know? Yeah. Um, speaking of kids' games, Justin, why don't you explain why Pokemon Brilliant Diamond is on this list? <laughs> <laughs> like, my my biggest complaint about Pokemon, like Brilliant Diamond, and I guess like Shining Pearl, even though I played the Diamond version, is just mm-hmm. the. I feel like the level of like quality and polish that you expect from like a Nintendo game and a Pokemon game, I didn't feel were in this one. Like I just felt like a lot of times, just running around in the world, like there was like very felt very clunky. Like there were times where 
it's like running into i think the transition from making it 2d to 3d did not bode well with nintendo like i got kind of like not stuck but like running past certain objects you feel like you got like stuck on something and i'd know that there was like a lot of glitches and stuff in the game like the game had like four patches within like the first like three weeks of it being out (laughs) um and you know they they did add some stuff to it and stuff i really wonder why they didn't just remaster the like emerald like or not emerald the platinum version or whatever why they chose diamond and pearl instead of just doing platinum to do the oh well two game like we're still doing the two game thing even though that's not necessary anymore in pokemon and just like the stuff they tried to do to make it modern but like the certain features now in pokemon you know you don't have a pokemart and a poke center and a whatever it's Mm -hmm. all like one building and stuff and now like going back to how it used to be kind of feels like a step backwards for me but i get the fact that it's a remaster of an older game and sure. stuff but i feel like it could have been better like when <laughs> that, i feel like the that, DS, time, that time has come and gone yeah when i feel like you're the ds version runs a lot better than the switch version it kind of makes me question like uh, maybe it needed another couple months in the like mm. chamber before releasing and stuff to kind of get some of those quality mm. issues down the problem is, is if they gave it a couple more months that you were going to be running into their Arceus or whatever the the new one is, and nobody's going to want to play Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl or whatever. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty hyped for Arceus. Oh yeah, yeah. dude, I want that game so bad. Me too. Well, and speaking of Pokemon games, uh, Shannon, why don't you talk <clears throat> to us about Shimagami Tensei Five? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it was a really disappointing <laughs> game, and uh, I d- d- wasn't happy with it. Uh, it took forever to get started. It was challenging from right out the gate. Um, the battles were slow. Um, the character was unappealing. And uh, yeah, still just sitting there collecting space dust in my yeah. uh, Switch. Well, Shan- Shannon has the nicest shelf of $60 JRPG games <laughs> and stuff that are just collecting dust. Well, let's let's talk about another one, Shannon. Monster Hunter Rise is also on this list. <laughs> yeah, but that's a different disappointment, right? I mean, like the game itself is pretty cool. It's just disappointing that I suck at those games, and I can admit that. Like, I, I want to get into that. Like, I like the Monster Hunter Stories mm-hmm. uh, games, and I keep wanting the Monster Hunter Stories experience in a Monster Hunter Rise like package. Like, you know, spend a little bit more money making the the monsters look a little bit more terrifying, a little bit more you know, less, less kid friendly. Sure. Um, and you know, give me that experience. Uh, I enjoyed, um, monster hunter stories too. It's on my game of the year list. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's disappointing that I am not good at that game and I don't have the time to get good at it. The very rare, most disappointing choice of the self own the self goal, mm-hmm. most disappointing choice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now, Robbie, I need to ask you. Yeah, buddy. Why is Back for Blood on there? Because I got to tell you, I played Back for Blood with uh, Shannon and Justin, and we had a pretty damn good time with that game. I, I think. I think what, and and just because it's in that order doesn't mean it's number one. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, no. As, um, as you can tell, I'm bouncing all around. So, yeah, yeah. And, and also to be clear, this is this year I probably played the least amount of video games I've ever played. Uh, you know, yeah. like, and it's not has nothing to do with the kid. It just has to do with just life in general. And and also, let's be honest. While there's probably a gazillion indie games that Justin mm-hmm. could direct me to, there weren't just a lot of games that 
grabbed my attention this year. Yeah. Um, but for Back for Blood, it, it, it makes a great first impression. It was super enjoyable. I just didn't – I was expecting more longevity from it. I, I wanted I, – I just thought I'd be wanting to play it for the rest of the year, and mm. I haven't. I played it for like those first couple weeks that it was out, yeah. and then kind of just was like, eh, deuces, uh, you know, I'm good. I mean, I, that now that's fair. That is fair. Because there, there's a few games like that this year. Uh, Far Cry 6, I remember Shannon talking about. Uh, was one of those it, almost, he, it almost made the list. Yeah, it, it almost made my most disappointing list. But like, there were... Ooh, we could have had like, more words. Because Shannon, huh? played, Shannon played... You played that for what? Like two or three weeks and then just dropped it? Like, I'm still playing it. Oh, you're still playing it? Because mm-hmm. you haven't talked about it. In because months, nobody like... wants to, nobody wants to hear about it. Like, I, I, will, I same... will. No, Shannon, we can we can talk about it tonight. Like, we, let's let's get into it later. Because I want to I, I want to talk to you about that game because it it makes a great first impression. But keep going, Zach. I'm sorry, we cut you off. Well, no, and and, and I was just going to say, and I think the worst thing that for Back for Blood was when Halo dropped. Because like I, for me, of speaking anecdotally, for me, I, my entire friends list switched from people playing Back for Blood and Call of Duty to people playing Halo. You know, it's it, and and sure, Halo's free, but Back for Blood was on Game Pass, so it's not like a, people were out there dropping sixty bucks to play on Xbox. Yeah, um, but it's I, I found Halo took a lot of people's lunch money this year. I mean. Know? It, the 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 moment I mean I've already spent money on Halo like yeah, yeah. like I I if you see you'll see my sick suit if if you get to, if we get to play like, <laughs> I, I spent money on that game because I have had so much fun and and also here's the thing I don't know if you if y'all's wives or girlfriends do this mm-hmm. as well but when Lisa found out that I spent like eight bucks on yeah. one of those suits she's like oh that's cute you bought a new outfit like she just, <laughs> she just was so 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 mean about it <laughs> you dressed your doll yeah, exactly um, um but no quick quick story and i'll and i justin's sick of hearing this but i'll make it fast uh shannon and i were playing halo yesterday and it was the first time we played multiplayer together and i kind of messed around with it but i hadn't really played much seriously and we went from like oh this is pretty fun oh this is good this is good and a half hour later like oh we're starting to win a little this is really fun and then like 15 minutes after yeah so i bought the battle pass and we're doing yep. it it was just yep. like yeah like yep. yeah we're I, just in and you you said it like like <clears throat> it's, it's almost like um the the lack of longevity in that game and also let's just i i honestly think that back for blood is just really hard too like I, I just I, I think I think it's a very hard game as well. well but also as I was, also real quick, in the conversation for Back for Blood, Halo took over. We're yes. having a conversation about Back for Blood, and it and then Halo took over that conversation. It, it, put the, it put the nail in its coffin. For me. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, like I uninstalled I, I uninstalled the game. I, I'm probably not going to go back to it. Um, Shannon, you want to say something? Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say my biggest problem with that game was there wasn't enough downtime. Like, I mean, sure. by the time you finish catching your breath from the first skirmish, another wave was coming in, and. I think what other games do like gears, uh, especially with like their horde modes is you have that break, like to yes. gear up, to strategize, yep. like in back. I felt like I was on a constant the- timer. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. you're just, you're just waiting for that next wave to come in. And like, regardless of whether you move to the next objective or not, that next wave is coming. Yeah. Uh, so or, or, just needing, or just needing to figure out that, no, you just need to run. You can't mm-hmm. win here. Just go like, you yeah. know, figuring that out sucks. And um, yeah. 
but yeah, I, and I'll, I'll go ahead and mention the, the other game that I put on Disappointing. I, okay, Diablo 2 is probably top 15, 20 favorite games of all time. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, it... it, it it almost cost me my junior year in algebra too. <laughs> like, like I mean, it it really it really did. And Zach, you've heard this story before uh, because you were there the first time I told it. But like, uh, I'll never forget playing super late. I had my wizard, you know, and we I was just doing time time uh, time and le- electricity all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my grandmother walks into the room as I'm playing, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm playing Diablo." And she's like, doesn't that mean the devil? I was like, no, no, no. And I called her mommy. And she's like, no, mommy, I'm killing the devil. It's like a Christian game. I'm like killing the devil. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, well, you kill that devil, baby. Like like, that game meant so much to me. And for Diablo 2, this remaster kind of in 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 the last little, last two or three years where remasters have been excellent. Mm -hmm. They have been awesome. And for Blizzard to release, if they had a third party make it, I think they did. But like for it to be suboptimal, it not run the way it used to, it it not really look all that great. I was really disappointed. Well, especially in, in since that shows they didn't learn after the Warcraft three debacle. Yes, because that was awful. Oh, can we? Can we? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, so let's uh, let's 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 get to fighting. Mario Golf sucks. You guys, Mario Golf is the worst. It's on my top ten. Let's I, let's, I, call, oh, let's, let's do this. I knew, I knew this was going to happen. And, and it's unfortunate that you like bad games, Robbie. But uh, <laughs> all right, first of I'll all, tell you, I'll, no, I'll tell you right now. My biggest gripe with that game is Robbie ruining the whole experience with Luigi. The first time I sat down to play that game, <laughs> kicked my ass with Luigi <laughs> <laughs> up and down the golf course. <laughs> But the, okay, okay. okay. Real, ahead, real quick, yeah, I'm, I'm going. We're we're talking two things. Multiplayer is fun. Multiplayer is a fun experience. The single player game of that is atrocious, and it has okay. none of the Nintendo polish that you expect. It has none of the playtesting I would expect. Uh, I have ranted and railed on the uh, cross country golf on this podcast many times. I will not do it again here. Go listen to last week's show if you want to hear me <laughs> rant about that. Um, but uh, it's, I've ne- I never finished the single player because I couldn't stand playing it. And that for a Mario golf game, a Nintendo Mario release is just crushing to me. Like, that's awful. Okay. Um, I, I can't really defend it in, in that regard because um, for me, that game is just the multiplayer. Like that's that's what that that's what I love about that game and and the fact that they they did some while they did some negative Nintendo stuff that what you're talking about mm-hmm. they did some also non Nintendo things in some incredible ways by adding free characters adding new courses for free um, and and also they listened to people whenever we were when people were complaining that if you if you got Luigi let's just say Luigi mm-hmm. has like a 211 drive and you're playing against Bowser who's like 240 drive you're kind of screwed if you play online against each other. And they, they included a club level up system. They, they like added it into the game, which also they did it so quick. It tells me that they had this all along and they just didn't include it, but that's neither here nor there. I think they did a lot of things to, to continue the longevity of it, give it a longer shelf life. However, I didn't even finish the single player. 
Yeah. Uh, like, and, and so like it, it is, it is on my top 10, but it's not because it's not because I think the single player is incredible. It's because of how much fun I had destroying Shannon and taking his manhood and, <laughs> as well as, as, as well as um, I'll never forget uh, being, being in um, Seattle for a week with, with, three of my best friends in the world. And we just sat around, hung out one night and played Mario golf for like four or five hours. Mm-hmm. Like it was just, it was a blast. Um, now, and then in that situation, we didn't have to deal with lag. We didn't have to deal sure. with any kind of latency. It was just all on one screen. And so I, I think the game does offer a great couch co-op or couch competitive experience, mm-hmm. but the single player experience is definitely not a focal point. And to your point, Zach, I put 230 hours in the last one that came out on 3DS, yeah. Mario Golf. I'm not going to do that here, like in any shape or form. Yeah, and and I guess that was the thing is like the prior games would be games I would play multiplayer, but I would play mostly single player. Like they were fun, yeah. just time killers. The career you know, mode like, was awesome. Yeah, I'm just going to play a course and like kill, a, kill 15 minutes, 20 minutes or whatever, you know, and like it just to lose all of that was such a bummer. That now, seems to be the case with the Mario games, though, because I remember Mario Tennis coming out for the Switch, and that game was bad yeah. too. Yeah, Aces. Yeah, yeah. That one. Oh, don't. I could vent about Aces. <laughs> you want you, you want to talk about unnecessarily difficult? You want to talk about you want to talk about asinine single player stuff? We can talk about Aces for days. Um, for Aces. Uh, for Aces. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I would agree with that. And, and, you know, Justin, that's what you always, when, whenever I go on these rants, which I will admit is too often, Justin's point is always like, yeah, but the multiplayer rules. And, you know, I mean, there well, you go, Justin. You've been vindicated. Thank you. I mean, and out of all of us, I am, I think, the only one that beat the single player. Like, I did play through the entire thing, despite, and I will say the level where everybody did quit, like... It was the worst course. That course with the the wind and the whatever is literally the worst course. It is. And they, but a lot of the new courses they had, like New Donk City, fucking love that shit. That's just like my favorite course. (laughs) It's so fun. It's easy. Like, yeah, it is. Like, Zach, you could play that with your kids. Like, that, it's so, it's so easy because it's a par three course. Yeah. Uh, Like the whole, yeah. Except for hole 17, where you have to, you have to hit it over the building, the building lip. Justin, if you know what I'm yeah, talking about. No, I know what you're talking about. That, that one, that one's like, uh, you have the best run going and then you get to that hole and you're like, here's where everything can go south real quick for my average. Yeah, it's, a, it's a burn your controller to the ground uh, uh, hole. Um, okay. All right. Is it time? It's time. Shannon. Drop, what the pull, flying pull, F? Pull, pull the pin, throw the grenade. Do you hear the okay. alarms? <laughs> yeah, I hear the alarms. Yeah, get in your, get in your bunkers right now, because I mean, let me tell you about this game called Deathloop, which I bought after Christmas with some Christmas money, based off of the fact that I heard through like Zach that like you know Robbie was like this game is legit awesome, and I was like cool, you know what? I w- I've been wanting to try this game for a while. I've been skeptical about it, but uh, you know Robbie's my boy. He's never let me down before. What could go wrong? I, I tried so- not to. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so I bought it and. Um, you know, it's there's a, just a certain aesthetic about this game. It reminds me of like uh, 
Bioshock Infinite, which mm-hmm. rubs me the wrong way to begin with. Um, it's my favorite so, game of all time. Yeah, so, so I mean, <laughs> so already we're, we're batting a thousand. Um, so, yeah, it just, I mean, there were other problems, like, not even in, like, the game, before even getting to the gameplay version of it. Like, I don't know what was going on on Steam, but the, um, like, the basic uh, graphics, uh, like, the default graphic setup for that on my computer was wonky as hell. It took me like 15 to 20 minutes to figure it out. And then once I did figure it out, the text on the screen is super small. Like the, like the little like flavor text and things like that, super hard to read. So now I'm like already up on like this monitor that I spent like a substantial amount of money on. So I could sit back and like be comfortable. I'm still squinting uh, like an old man trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing or how I'm supposed to be using these controls. Counterpoint. You're old. Anyway, continue. I have glasses that I wear when I play. I'm just saying I'm still squinting and looking at the screen. Okay. Uh, so that was, you know, my initial gripe. Uh, the gameplay didn't feel fun or satisfying um, to me personally. I mean, I know, Robbie, you probably like hitting the dude in the back of the head while he's peeing off a cliff multiple times. But to me, it just kind of felt a little, I don't know, boring. Uh, and it, I can tell you i played maybe 30 games this year and i will tell you that this is the only one where at 54 minutes i turned it off i said this game's not doing it for me it's not cutting it i don't like the story i don't like the characters i don't like the you know the powers and i'm gonna just tell steam that i want my money back and this is the only game that i actually was refunded this year with all the bad games i bought this is the only one i got my money back for like I was passionate enough to get my money back. You are here to tell me <laughs> that you have spent dozens of hours playing horrible JRPGs mm-hmm. games that you have complained about and said, I regret buying this game. Mm-hmm. And you only spent 50 minutes in a 20 hour, 20, 25 hour game you spent 50 minutes and you equate that to being the most disappointing game of the year for you? To me, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to I mean, it is what it is. Like I the whole time I was playing that game, like it, you know, with the JRPGs, there is an element where I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, this is going to get better, right? Like this is going to get better. Like and then you put some more time in and you find something redeeming about it. Like I can find redeeming qualities about some of these other games that like I bagged on earlier. I could not find anything that I liked about Deathloop. Like I just could not pull something together. And like the whole time I was playing it, I was like, why am I playing this? Like, I don't like this game. Like what is going on? Like right now? Like I just, Hmm. I don't care. I do not care. And like, if you can't get my interest within like the first hour of the game, like, or hold it there with some type of string. I don't want, I don't want to play it. I don't want to play it anymore. So, so just because this is an audio medium, I have to fill in the listener with what's going on right now. (laughs) Robbie has a look on his face. Like when a homeless person comes up and tries to tell you that the government is inside the fillings of his teeth. And, uh, and Jordan, I is had to mute my mic. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's laughing so hard <laughs> because Robbie yeah. looked like he was about to strangle Shannon through the computer. Yeah, this Robbie's, Robbie's face is a shade of red that is similar to his his Atlanta Braves jersey. Like he's got this, it right now. This crap happens every year. <laughs> this crap happens every single year. There is at least one game that is adored, and Shannon's just like, "Nah, it sucks." <laughs> um, and, and, oh, and not to leave him out, Justin is. Uh, 
stroking his beard wondering how he can get out of this podcast well it was no it was funny because i'm like looking at robbie and robbie's looking like up in the corner like he's looking to god for like so much but your camera like your video feed is where robbie's looking at and you were looking down so it looked oh, like robbie funny. was looking up to you to be like is shannon really gonna sit here and feed me this bullshit and you're just it's looking like down at robbie channel. like I know, guys. I know. Uh, no, he's, he's looking up to the Lord for strength so he doesn't yeah, strike yeah. I mean, Backhand strong. I, mean, I, know, <laughs> I know we're going to talk. I know we're going to talk positively about the games that we have on our lists later. Uh, I'll, I'll just say that <clears throat> I, I think the first power they give you in that game is probably the most boring part of the game. But once you once you get to the second power, which isn't very late into the game, long into the game. Um, that game does pick up a lot. And once you start learning what you're doing, um, I, I think the game becomes something that I've never really played before. It becomes, it becomes one of the best puzzle games I've played since the witness. Um, and, and, and I look, if you don't like, if you don't like the aesthetic of the Bioshock look like, I mean, I can't help you there. If you don't like the gameplay, like there's, there's nothing there's There's nothing I can say or do to change your mind on that. I would just say that I, I am surprised that you didn't like the characters at all because I, I loved the main character um, and and his foil. Um, so I, I, I love you, Shannon, very much. Um, but you're you're wrong. Like I mean, I'm, like you're just you're wrong here. Like I just I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> all right. Well, let, we can we can save more death loop talk for later. Yeah. Because uh, you know his cup runneth over, but so does his damn patience. So we'll, we'll, we'll get off Robbie <laughs> on this one. Um, but uh, let's, let's go to a little media year in review. Let's talk best movies of the year. Got everyone's top three of the year. And, and I need to throw it to Jordan. Cause man, how did welcome to raccoon city end up on your <laughs> best movies? I was going to say, I, I was going to say, Shannon with Robbie, like when Robbie was typing, like or uh, when Shannon typed like Death Loop, and then Robbie paused. Yeah. I kind of had that moment when I saw Drew put a hit. I saw Welcome Back. I'm like, out of everything that came yeah. out this year, <laughs> that okay. made the list. Okay, that movie was terrible, but it was terrible in a good <laughs> way, to the point that it just came out in November. I've seen it three times already. Wow. Uh, so, well, th- so you're you're making up for the three viewings that movie has. All right. <laughs> Uh, no, being, uh, Resident Evil is one of my favorite franchises, and it was nice to actually see a movie that, while it did not uh, do what they said it was going to do and be 100% uh, true to the games, it was much more than the uh, other six movies of bullshit that we've gotten. So that's why, to me, it was... It was and plus, it was one of the only movies from 2021 that I've seen. So <laughs> that's fair. That helps too. Like you're sitting here saying, like, you know, how'd that make it? Well, I haven't seen Venom yet. I haven't seen Shang Chi yet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could have put Encanto on there if you, you know. Yeah. Encanto was good. Encanto was all oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've, I've watched that like three times. But like my 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 stepdad is Colombian. My mom speaks Spanish fluently. My wife's Panamanian. So like that hit. All the chords of our family. Okay, like, okay, Robbie. Robbie, let me tell you why Encanto is a bad movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> look, I've seen, I see. I see your movie list. Like, I, you just must not have seen No Way Home. Like, that's that's why it's not on the list. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're exactly right. I have. I. I am not going to go to a movie theater right now. 
uh, to watch anything. But, uh, but I mean, yeah, uh, we could talk about my list if you want, now that you've made me feel bad. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I mean like Shang-Chi, I did see that one. That one was an amazing movie. That's also on mine. I love that movie. It, it almost made mine like, uh, it all yeah it it was it was on it's like number four it really is for I, and so, i've but, heard it's amazing i just and it's on disney plus i have no excuse i just literally uh, have not had time i, I would t- i would say the first half of that movie is a lot better than the second half of the movie though i would agree like I, feel. I would agree yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean it turns into an anime mm-hmm. <laughs> in the last 20 minutes of that movie mm-hmm. I'm, but i'm uh, still waiting to hear where the problem is I, 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 yeah, I don't. I, I personally don't have a problem with it. I, but I do agree with Shannon. Like the the first, I would even say first three quarters, maybe Shannon. Like before they get to the the city, the, yeah, the mm-hmm. city. I, I think that movie's fantastic. I, like I know we're all gonna comment something. That this is just what caught me off guard the most in the best way was that the villain was sympathetic. Like mm-hmm. I, I actually felt for the villain in that movie. And that's not something, and we, I don't want to spoil anything for Jordan. Who's probably going to watch it, but like it is a great film. It is probably one of the best standalone films in, yeah. in a long time. So, and, and I have personally watched the bus fight scene and just the bus fight scene. Like I will stop the movie after that. Cause it'll be like, Oh, I've got five minutes. I'm going to watch the bus fight. Like, like yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Probably the best action sequence they've had in Marvel. Like, okay. So let me ask you bus fight. Or Winter Soldier elevator scene. Bus, I'll go bus fight. I'll I probably fight. would go. Cap. I, I'm probably gonna say cap. <laughs> I mean, very different. To be clear, yes, very, very different. Very different. Um, the dialogue, is, the dialogue yeah. is what makes it for me for the cap scene. Yeah, anyone that wants to get out should get out right now. Like that whole part. Yeah, yes. um, but the whole sequence of the bus going up and down the hills is just, it's so good. It's just so good. And it's the first time we actually seen like true martial arts yeah. in a Marvel film. Um, I would also say that outside bamboo ladder scene mm-hmm. it is dope is dope too. Like, it, oh, yeah. but you know, I think Jackie Chan did it better. You know, <laughs> I mean, better, but, you know, of course. Well, or, or drunken of course. master or, you know, there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of good Jackie Chan out there. Um, um but let's let's talk. I'll throw another one that because there's a lot of repeats on this. Uh, but I got to throw a shout out to Mitchell's versus the Machines. That was a movie that was on Netflix that uh, we just kind of stumbled across one day. My kids were like, "Hey, let's watch this," and me and my wife both went like, oh, "Okay, let's watch this." Sure. <laughs> and by the time that movie ended, it was like on all of our movie of the year list. Like the whole family loves that movie. It hits. Uh, for a dad, it hits the feels in certain ways. Um, it it is really cool. Like it's just a great piece of storytelling uh, about you know basically a family trying to come together under bad circumstances in the heights of modern technology and all that. And it's fantastic. It's one of those things. Don't don't pass it up because it looks goofy. Uh, because it absolutely is. But it is a wonderful piece of storytelling. So, yeah, I'll throw mine, my extra one out there Mm -hmm. before we gush. Um, Well, only so much because Shannon hasn't seen it, but um, nobody and I can talk about uh, Ghostbusters too. Yes. Uh, Yeah. I would love to talk about that. Uh, Nobody. Um, It it was done by, I think the same stunt coordinator or as the John Wick films. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I was not expecting a whole lot. I just know that the main actor, and I can't remember his name right now, it is incredible. He's a great actor. Uh, Better Call Saul, um, <clears throat> Breaking Bad, like he he's been awesome. So to oh, see him, that movie. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. I was like, <laughs> yeah, Who is this nobody. John Wick with Better Call Saul. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, like it, right. it's it, yeah, it, and it, and and I also there were certain scenes in that movie that I appreciated more than I have in the latter John Wick films. Um, like, especially the bus scene, like another, another bus fight scene. That's just so good. And, and, and also for, I think one of the things that, you know, at least me and I think Zach too, one of my favorite things about the show daredevil is how they show daredevil getting exhausted in a fight. Yeah. And, and, and in nobody, you see him, he is not this meta human. He is, he gets tired. He is old. He, but he is trained incredibly well. And, and, and look, the storyline is absolutely stupid. Like, it, it is so dumb. But to, to see the build and for it to comment on how a, a, a marriage, how, like, how a marriage can become complacent, how things in a, in a marriage can become redundant and be in a rut. Like, that's just, I don't know, that's just kind of real. Like, and, and stuff like that uh, just kind of hits, you know, because you, you, you don't want that. Mm-hmm. And and then you know who doesn't love Russian mob mobsters getting shot and punched in the face? So, yeah. um, nobody just was a lot of fun, and it was also just kind of like one of the big surprises of the year for me. Um, mm-hmm. cool. when it comes to films, yeah, and it it felt raw too. Like a yes. lot of those, like the like that bus sequence, like when people are getting thrown out of the window, like it just seems a lot more violent than the bus fight in Shang-Chi, <laughs> you like know, it's visceral. like, like it's, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's just really intense. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It was a great movie. Yeah. It was fun. I, it was an insta buy for me. Like the minute I saw it come out on like a uh, to, to buy, I bought it. Nice. All right. Well, uh, hey, Justin, let's, let's, let's pull into horror corner real quick here. And, and why don't you give us a rundown? Yeah. You know, I'm holding it down uh, for our boy, Steve, <laughs> You know, someone yep. had to uh, bring the horror movies for the uh, movies of the year here. And for me, um, I thought the new Candyman movie was actually I was surprised with how much I enjoyed it. I've mm-hmm. like Candyman's never been anywhere near the top of like my list of like horror icons. But, you know, Jordan Peele did great job. It was uh, fun. Remake. Yeah, it was really fun. Like the way, like uh, the kills were very creative in it. The way it was shot was like beautiful. I really liked the like different actors they uh, picked and stuff in it. I thought it was like a really good movie that was like really well done. Um, and then uh, *Malignant* was the other one that was on my list, and that one was a little rougher in the beginning. But just the solely for like the last half hour of the movie, the last half hour of that movie is fucking insane. And I didn't see it coming. And it was one of, I was almost like, I was punching my leg, like laughing so hard (laughs) at the last half hour of the movie in excitement. And very few movies will I actually sit there and do that. Like Spider-Man No Way Home was one where I was punching my leg in the theater. I was so excited when I was watching it. So, um, so I had to put it on there just because it got that type of reaction out of me. Excellent. Good stuff. Uh, all right, boys, tell us about Ghostbusters. Okay, so I want to be—I want to be clear. I love the first Ghostbusters. I don't like the second one, and I don't understand why the remake 
back in whatever year was made. Okay, so j- mm-hmm. just so we have a we have an understanding of where Robbie's uh, view of Ghostbusters is. Sure, I'm just gonna second that. Um, I I walked in just saying, okay, it's Ghostbusters. It looks cool, and Paul Rudd's in it. Why not? Like you know, like so <clears throat> so that's kind of my mentality going into it. Man, this was just such a fun movie. Like it, it, it was like Stranger Things esque, like with with the kids, you know, following the kids, and then to to bring in to bring in tropes and things from the former Ghostbusters, and to actually have a like a sincere. It's not serious; it's sincere. Like I think there is a difference there because like some people it's like, oh, Ghostbusters are supposed to be lighthearted and funny. Well, it's very funny. Like I I laughed quite yeah. a few times, but it's very sincere in what it's trying to do. It respects what came before it. And, yeah. and I think in that regard, I, I, I was blown away by that. Now I only saw it once in theater, but that's not because of, I didn't want to see it again. It's just had, had, didn't have an opportunity to go see it again. But when it comes out on Blu-ray, like I'm going to watch it again. And I, well, Blu-ray is pointless at this point, but digital, whenever, it, whenever mm-hmm. it's available to buy, like I, I will probably get it and, and watch it again. Um, the kids do a great job. That actress, um, She's from other thing. She's from other things that I've seen recently, but uh, she is great in it. The kid from Stranger Things is awesome, and again, Paul Rudd is just a delightful human being. So <laughs> he's great in the movie as well. Paul Rudd's um, good Jordan. In he's in though. Yeah, Jordan. Well, I mean, what do you what do you have to add? Uh, I went to that movie actually very annoyed because my uh, my wife and I finally got a night away from the kid. We had a date night, and this movie came to theaters at the same time that Venom was in theaters. And uh, I really wanted to see, you know, let there be carnage. And she chose Ghostbusters. So I was already walking into that one like, okay, like I like Ghostbusters, but really? (laughs) And I left that theater going, all right, I'd see that again. That was good. (laughs) So I'm just going to second basically everything you said there. Um, it, It was very sincere. Yeah, I think that was a good way to put it. Um, you could still tell that it was relaying a serious story without taking itself too seriously. Yeah. And, um, man, that first time they reveal the car in that movie was just, yeah. Oh, it was so good. It You, you could tell, like, and, you know, some people may not like this or not, but, like, it, it almost in ways felt inspired by Force Awakens. Like, I would agree, but in a good way. Well, I love Force Awakens, so I'm going to echo that as even a better way. So, yeah, um, we will I, I just disagree on that one. Then. I, I think, I think they do some. I just think, like, I don't need another Ghostbusters after this. I really don't. But if they did, I would go see it the night it releases. Yeah, because it, it just was really well done. They did well, have I'll an let... after credit scene in that one. Did you see it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did. Well, I'll let you know it comes out January fourth on at home. So oh, you got shoot. two days. All right. Two days. Right on. Perfect. I'm gonna enjoy that. Um so, so can, can we Zach, are you talking? You're muted. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, uh we got one more movie on the list before we hit No Way Home and uh Shannon, let's tell us about Ron's Gone Wrong. Yeah, so uh it's a movie that's on HBO and Hulu right now that you can watch. Uh and it's a animated uh movie about uh, a kid who is on the um he's he's uh 
his fi- his family is financially not as well off as other kids in the school. And uh, there's this device that comes out. It's another like technology movie kind of starts off similar to Mitchell's versus the machines, but takes a hard pivot at the technology part. Um, and everybody gets these little mini robots that kind of follow them around and tell them who they can be friends with or who their best matches are. And, um, you know, is their social media manager is always streaming them if they want to be streamed, uh, for their YouTube channels. Um, and it basically just kind of goes into that, um, you know, technology is not all it's cracked up to be. Um, here are the pitfalls of it. And, you know, the, the Ron character is, is um super funny he's hilarious he's like a mix between like drax but like with a little bit more like slapstick comedy attached to him because he's a cartoon they can get away with more um so there's a very heartwarming story attached to it because you know in the beginning you know the kid is very upset that he had he's stuck with a defective unit but as he sees like the joys of the quirks and you know being different uh, from everybody else it's kind of a uh you know, a humbling moment. And then there's a very important lesson there revolving around technology. Uh, one of the main characters um, suffers from uh, an unfortunate incident that uh, goes viral on the internet. And, you know, she was somebody through the whole movie who was, you know, trying to be a popular socialite and do like beauty and health techniques online and had a, a, a reasonable amount of followers. But once she gets famous for this other thing, nobody cares about, what she's uh, done before that she's just known for this one thing um and it just kind of goes to show the dangers of of you know banking on social media or you know being out there on social media as exposed as people are um so i think it's a great video for adults and kids to watch together i think there's a you know it's a it's a powerful and important lesson but it's done very well so yeah ron's gone wrong i will check that one out it looked like it was pretty funny i saw the previews for it Mm-hmm. It's good. And free, you know, free doesn't hurt at all. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of free, I see free guy listed. That game, that, sh- that movie is freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. Free guy is, is rad, dude. Like, it, I think it's yeah. better than uh, Ready Player One by Leaps and Bounds. Um, yes. And I, you know, I like the all the video game tropes in that movie. And Ryan Reynolds is... He's adorable. He's my man crush. And, uh, I, you know, <laughs> I, you know, he's it's just it's a great movie. And I laughed multiple times. So, yeah, those those are my movies. All right. Well, let's talk uh, what my favorite movie of the year was, which Mine was Spider-Man No Way Home. Did because, any other movie come out this year? Uh, might as well not have, you know. <laughs> Hamilton came out on Disney Plus. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> at black widow what um anyway um Shit, was black widow this year it was yes yeah. i black widow. bet your bippins it was i i enjoyed black widow black it was widow fine. was super good it was fine it yeah was fine. um but it wasn't in the same class as like change a year no way home no um, it, it should have been made five years ago but exactly but that's a whole other thing um, but No Way Home, uh, the writers had the impossible task of making this movie work. And not only does it work, it is the standard bearer now of storytelling. Like, it is kind of insane the things that they pull off in this movie. And you just love it. Like, it just works. It's fantastic. Uh, they're balancing so many characters and so many things and so many tropes and uh, memes and everything and like it just all comes out in the wash as fantastic and funny and uh, emotional and it, it pulls no punches to steal a line from Andrew Garfield and uh, yeah I, I loved it 
And uh, it's funny because I was texting with Justin and Robbie after I saw the movie. I was like, do I just not remember Andrew Garfield being fantastic? Like what happened? And Robbie made a great point that no, no, he was just in a shitty movie and wasn't allowed to be like what we saw in this movie in those movies. And, and I thought that was a very good point. So yeah. If you want to, if you want to see Andrew Garfield act his ass off and do really good, you should watch tick, tick, boom. Uh, It's on Netflix and uh, he crushes. Yes, he does. And, And he was given a year to learn how to sing for that movie. He, no, no, he could not sing before that film and Lynn's Miranda or whatever. Lynn Miranda, I always mess Lynn, up his name. Lynn Manuel Miranda. Thank you. Um, he, he called Andrew Garfield and said, Hey, I want to, I want you to do this film. Can you do it? He's like, can you sing? He's like, how long do I have? He's like, I, you have a year. He's like, I'll be able to sing by then. So like, <laughs> I, I just thought, I thought that was cool. Um, no, no way home. And, and Shannon, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm, I'm just going to try to praise this as best I can. There, there are things that we, and we're all around the same age group. We, we, we love the earlier Spider-Man films. And I would like to say that no way home rectifies, rectifies so many things that we had problems with the previous films. Mm. And it makes good on a lot of things that those previous films either didn't take advantage of, didn't have time to do, or just chose not to do. And, um, Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield crushes this role so hard and Willem Dafoe is just a masterpiece on oh, screen once he, again. Oh yeah. I always forget so, um, how good of an actor he is until he's in a movie and it's like, damn, he's good. And yeah. Alfred Molina too, as Doc oh, Ock. Yeah, all, all of them. Jamie Foxx. Yeah. J- Jamie, Jamie Foxx was great yeah. as Electro. Like there, I don't really... My complaint about this movie is in post credit, so I'll yeah. let. That's all I'll say. Um, but Shannon, I, all kidding aside about your your ability to hate things that people love, um, I really do think, like all people, you should go see this movie. And and if you are any bit of a fan of the Spider Man movies or just Marvel films, I'll be hard pressed for you not to love this and enjoy it the way the way we have. Um, Justin. Yep. You want to add anything? Yeah, no. I mean, there was just a lot of really great moments I felt in the movie. Um, I also I I love my boy Doctor Strange and stuff, and mm-hmm. he had some good uh, moments and one liners. That anytime they do the Doctor Strange thing where everything folds onto itself, I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm like, give me more of that. Like more that is the shit that dimension. I eat yes. up. Yes, I love that. And the fact that we got one of the scenes and, you know, we're going to get uh, some multiverse of madness the next year, which I'm mm-hmm. super excited for that, too. But, yeah, I'm not even a huge Spider-Man fan in, like, general, but, like, I've really loved, like, Tom Holland's movies and stuff. I yeah. thought they did a really great job of portraying Spider-Man. And if they're going to spin off the Spider-Verse uh, like Sony wants to, like, just give it back to Garfield. Let him let him do it. Like, can can I throw out a, a, a theory that I saw online? Sure. Okay. There, there's these two guys who always talk back and forth about theories about mm-hmm. about things, whether it's Marvel films or other films. If you watch the Morbius trailer, yes, you see Spider Man, you see Murderer on it. Mm-hmm. That's not Tom Holland Spider Man. That's not his suit. Okay. It looks closer to Andrew Garfield's 
Spider-Man. Hmm. Interesting. And, and there's a quote that he said that Andrew Garfield says while he's talking and talking about his past and what he's mm-hmm. been doing right now that would elude us to believe that that could be him. Very now, interesting. I don't think that's real. I, I, I think this is one of those one-off things where we just got to nerdgasm for, for two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they were to take this further, I am down, yeah. especially if it's Andrew Garfield. Right. I'd be I'd be down for Garfield uh, to take the and Toby did great. I want to be clear. Toby did great as well. Mm-hmm. But you could tell he's passed. He is passed that as an actor. He's passed that as you can tell just by his his Spider Man. Right? Well, and, and they kind of and they riff on it in the movie too, which I thought was was fun. You yeah, know, like yeah. I like how Alfred Molina is getting older, mm-hmm. and you can tell the story arc that they gave him in that movie. They kind of accommodated that. Yeah. Because of what happened to him right in the beginning, he still got to be Doc Ock without having to be Doc Ock. Mm -hmm. And I also have to say, just a quick aside, I think my favorite line from Garfield, he had so many good ones. Actually, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can say it's my favorite one, but one of them that made me laugh out loud in the theater was when he looked at MJ and went, when she was like, not enough. And he goes, how many people do you know that can hang from the ceiling? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Peter number three. Um, Yeah. But uh, okay. So let's, let's take a quick pause here. Go grab a drink or stretch your legs or something. And uh, we will come back and do this top 10. Hey guys, it's your boy, Justin. We never came back after this break because Shannon died from all the hate in his heart. So our full game of the year discussion will be in the next episode. Luckily for you, the listener, that episode is also out now and using my editing skills, I used clips from old episodes to make it sound like Shannon is still with us. Be right back. Gonna eat some chips loudly in the mic. 